And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, I have a tremendous guest on the show with me today. Off the radio show, I was lucky enough, blessed enough to have a chat with a tremendous individual. He's a best-selling author. The book, Soul of a Horse, Life Lessons from the Herd. He's also... A farmer, a speaker, a director, a producer, a writer. Yes, he has done it all. And creatively, we talked off the radio about a project that's a lifelong project, you can say. And because he did it God's way, it ended up being a tremendous success. And this is what is involved in his book. And there's so much more. Don't get me wrong. It's not the only subject. God only knows. Can you trust him with the secret? My guest, Joe Camp the creator of Benji. Joe, welcome to Across the County. It's good to talk to you again. It is so great to be back in San Diego County. Oh, got to love it here. I'm sending my, and you're from here, Valley Center, which I didn't know. So you're very familiar with the nice weather. Well, I wouldn't say from there, but we lived there for about nine years. Yeah. Well, hopefully one day you'll come back. Otherwise, I got to come out and visit you in, in Tennessee. Oh, that would not be a shame. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm I'm packing my bags now. Once all this uh, nonsense is over, I got to take a trip. Okay. Good. Excellent. Well, what was the inspiration? I know Benji had a lot to do with it, but what was the initial inspiration behind the book we started to touch on last time? God only knows. Can you trust Him with the secret? Well, I, you know, as I mentioned before, the the, the book. The my change toward God began somewhere, you know, like maybe halfway through this story that I tell in the book about the making of Benji and all of the doors that were slammed and the terrible, you know, adversities and devastations that I thought were the end of the world mm. and life as I knew it. Uh, and finally, I began to. See see the pattern that was being created, that I wanted to go this way, and God wanted to go the other way. And so I, I, that, that began right then, that, that I was seeing that what, what was really happening is that uh, God was taking the passion, the passion that he had put into my heart and making an extraordinary life with it. Mm. Sounds and, like you, you have a lot to do, kind of similar to what I do, where I say I trust God, and I do, but I don't give Him something 100%, and that's kind of where it kind of falls apart, doesn't it? Yes, it does, and, and that's the way I was, and uh, I finally reached the point of not being there, because I, uh, yeah, I, I wound up you know, following God like a little puppy, before I even realized that's what I was doing, mm. because because finally I began to see the pattern of what he was doing. You know, I wanted to go to UCLA and study film and get into television and do you know sitcoms and things like that. And he said, "No, you, you you're going to do it, but you're not going to do it that way." And and I, I I tried to go to UCLA and applied and did the whole number and I was turned down. It's almost like God was protecting you along the way, not allowing you to go the route you wanted to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, I mean, he had a whole other plan. You know, in the end, it, it more, more perfectly aligned with why I wanted to do this in the first place. I mean, I knew what I wanted to do when I was 
eight years old sitting in a theater in Little Rock, Arkansas, watching the end of Disney's Song of the South as they all danced off into the sunset with tears coming down my cheek. And, mm. and I decided then that I wanted to be the person that was making me feel so good. Yeah. That's, and I didn't even know who he was, what the person was at that time. But so I was eight years old when I really knew that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go out and make people happy. What? And, 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 you know, I, 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 so I started designing ways even then, you know, to, you know, try to do it. But I was, I was eight when I, when I knew that. I was 34 before I was doing it. And so what this book does, I hope, is to give everybody the understanding that that in this in the between the covers of this book there is and if you see what's going on and you, and you follow this story you can make your life anything that you want it to be maybe not the way you want to do it and maybe it's not going to happen tomorrow because you wake up tomorrow morning and say, "Well, everything's still the same." And that's what I—that's why I emphasize that point. You know, I was 34 before I was doing it because God was spending all these adversities and devastations to me, or at least that's what I thought they were. Yeah, a lot of the time it's our timing and God's timing seem to be off, and I think a lot of us, myself included, have a really hard time with wanting God's timing to happen before our own, and it sounds like that is something that you experience as well, Joe. Exactly, and it, it, and it's, it, you know, what he was doing, you know, when I thought everything was, you know, going to the bad place in a handbasket. <laughs> what he was doing was molding me, yeah. directing me, strengthening yeah. me, and teaching me how to get past that, those obstacles that any worthwhile dream will throw at us. You know, you, you can go to anybody who has managed to be extremely successful and one way or the other, they're going to tell you the same thing. It took a long time. Oh, sure. And one question you asked yourself, and it's on the back of the book. I love reading backs of books and, and, and finding out. You get a lot of insight there. And so one question that's on the back of the book that I know that you asked yourself over the years, had all of this been for nothing? There was a point where you thought that it wasn't worth it, right, Joe? And that maybe your dream of making these happy-go-lucky films and that would involve great characters such as Benji, it, it wasn't going to happen. I, I, you know, I had these dreams for nothing. Yeah, I mean, there were, there were times when that, you know, when that happened, definitely. Uh, but, but it didn't, you know, the, the thing that I, that I had learned through the early years of this is that there's no such thing as losing. There's no such thing as failure. That's right. If you if you if you it's a lesson, isn't it? To the fact that you that God is in control, and all you got to do is figure out which door you got to go through and how you how you're going to get through it. And there's a reason that He wants you to go through that door. It may not look like it at the time. It may look, not look like you know. I I, I was sitting out at a you know. A, a, on the couch of a producer of a top television comedy show mm -hmm. trying to break into that end of the business. And this guy taught me more about writing and engaging your, your emotion so that you can take something as small and simple as a problem this dog has that he has to struggle 
hard against to be able to communicate something that these people need to know. And that that's a very simple, you know, it's not somebody saving the world or, or you know, blowing up things or any of that. It's a very simple idea that you get involved with the character. And if you think back over the movies you like, they're all going to be that, and many of them are going to be that way. Sure. The, 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 the person who is understands how to get your emotion involved in this. And this this book was, I mean, this uh, movie was totally from the dog's perspective. That he, he, the dog was a three-dimensional character. Yep. The people were the props. Mm. And it had never been done before, but I had long since passed the point of caring about that. And, you know, it's, it's always moving forward. But, the, but the, that, that concept of, you know, there's winning and there's learning, but there's no losing. That's right. You look at it that way and, and, and allow God to open those doors for you. You can make your life. You can, he will make your life, but you can allow him to make your life anything in the world that you want it because he, he wants you to have a full life. Sure he does. And, and, you know, it took me a while to even grasp onto that, but he wants you to have a full and joyful life and do well and make a difference. Yeah, it's almost like what you learned along the way. Again, you mentioned, you know, sitting on the couch and learning all of these writing techniques. Had you not had an experience such as that, you would not have known how to possibly go about the process in creating Benji the correct way. And maybe the problems that this dog faced wouldn't be as real as they ended up being on the big screen once you learned these lessons. Yeah, absolutely, and and that is uh, and that's the way he approached. That's the way God approached this thing. I just didn't realize it in the very beginning that this was you know this was the way it was happening, and and so it's you know, it's it's really a, a joyful experience with with a whole lot of adversity in there, but uh, it's a process. You know, I'm I'm, I'm told that you know the book reads like a novel. Not like a uh, you know a, a teaching book or a pre- preaching book or anything, because it's telling that story in such a way. Because my hope and my 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 dream for somebody taking this book and reading it is that it will influence them in such a way that they will now be able to go out and make their life anything in the world that they want it to be because they will be aligned with and understand what's happening and why it's not happening today and why it's not happening tomorrow and and you know all all of that because there were so many things I went through every one of them was was going to be the end of the you know end of the journey i mean it was it's day after tomorrow we're going to sell this script and it's it's going to be great and you know right at the last minute you know that would disappear some for some reason and there'd be something else sure and we went through i guess i, just, I haven't i don't remember how long the whole process took but i it was a good five six seven years of stuff going on with just that project never mind what i had learned at first but you know if you just look at what does it take for you to learn enough to get by in the world, you know, why, why is school, twelve years of high school and mm. four years of college, and so, and you start adding all that up, and you say, oh, yeah, that's that's a bunch of years to to do that. Well, this is no different. 
you know, God teaching you. The only difference is that his his way is going to is going to work and is you're finally going to understand that it is going to work and you know he he in all probability is going to make it faster than you would do on your own oh sure because because you might have very well you know not trusted god a hundred percent and you might have still made the movie benji maybe it would not have been as successful you wouldn't have a you know additional movies that would have followed this all because you didn't trust him in advance. And so being able to trust God, being able to give him everything really makes all the difference. And every building block, every lesson that he teaches you is going to make you stronger and stronger. And that's why people can find out about all of these things in this book, which is God only knows, can you trust him with the secret and relate it to their own life if they want to get the book, JoeCamp.info, and you know, a year later after you had doors slammed in your face, Joe, um, number three at the box office for you know all your you know patience paid off. Benji was a success. Yeah, a year and a half after everybody in Hollywood turned that movie down, all the distributors in Hollywood, the major distributors, saw it and rejected it. And we went back to Dallas with our tail between our legs, saying, "You know, what do we, what, what do, we do now? What, you know, we either got to uh, we we either got to dump it in the trash or figure it out." And what we wound up doing is figure it out. Because a year and a half after all those rejections had come in, mm. it, Benji was the number three box office of the summer. That's awesome. And, you know, it spawned, um, I believe there's seven movies total now. So I think, you know, with the last one that your son had done. So, I mean, that that is a resounding success. You don't have a lot of franchises that even go seven movies. Yeah, and also, also the, the, in 2018, Variety had an article on their front page about listing the top 20 Movie dogs of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. And Benji was number one. Oh, that's awesome, Joe. Yeah, go look, look that up. Google it because you, you you go and find it, and it, and there's two or three paragraphs there when they say they anoint Benji as number one. That had to warm your heart. This is forty years after the first movie was done, or wow. maybe a little longer than that, and and all of Hollywood had said nope. God said yep. You know what? That's a testament to what I think people have thought for a long time, and a lot of the times Hollywood doesn't listen. Those are the types of movies, honestly, that families really want to see, adults and children alike. Yeah, we've always said, you know, I've had so many conferences with the people who were working on the movie and so forth, and said, don't mistake this for a kid movie. This is an adult movie. Mm. The kids will enjoy also. Yeah, kids don't like being talked down to or made you know, to seem like they don't understand. So th- yeah. that, that's why I appreciate movies like Benji because it really takes things that adults watch and children can watch it at the same time and they learn something, you know, totally different than maybe what the adults will grasp, but it's still not underplaying what they can understand. You know, the, the thing that I, I, I've emphasized so much and was just blown away by the fact that it really happened this way uh, is that in, in the initial theatrical release where you had tickets and you could see them and count them yeah. the, uh, uh, during the, that summer when, uh, when Benji did so well 
two out of every three tickets that were sold were adult tickets. Wow! And that, that just blew me away, and and because it's you know in a in a matter of speaking, you have to have the if you're gonna have a hit, you gotta have you gotta have the adults. That's right. As well as the kids. Yep. The kids at ticket prices, I don't know, maybe any more than ticket prices. Well, that's a whole different ball game now, isn't it, Joe? But 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 yeah, it's it. Uh, so it's you know. It, 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 it became at some point going back to your original question to me it it's like the soul of a horse because when i started when i found out what horses how they're supposed to really live mm. i said i got i got to say something i got i got to make a difference on this sure. same same thing here when i began to realize that yes i was seeing god at work in action and and it and it's like the two most devastating things were when I was turned down to UCLA and when they turned the movie down. And God was saying, No, you gotta stay at Ole Miss and learn marketing and advertising, which is right where you are. Yep. Stay where you are because you're gonna need it when they turn your movie down in Hollywood. Wow, that's just a crazy. God's roadmap is so much different than ours, Joe. By the way, Joe Camp with us right here on Across the County. Check out his brand new book, God Only Knows, Can You Trust Him with the Secret? Once this interview is over, because I like being inquisitive, I'm going to read the book. I'm so excited. JoeCamp.info. Also, soulofahorse.com. If you want to find out about his passion for horses and his other award-winning book, which is Soul of a Horse, Life Lessons from the Herd. So, you know, six movies of Benji, I think seven now with the one that your son did, Another Chance at Love, a best-selling book. You know, it's about that roadmap that you follow that isn't yours, that's God's, that allows these things things to happen, Joe. That's right. That is, that's right. And, you know, and, and it was a good, it was, it may be one of his hardest tasks because I, <laughs> sure. I, I know there were times when I was, you know, ranting and raving, you know, no way you do this. And, you know, I remember the time when I, I, I think I mentioned it to you before when, when something happened that you just have to read about because we don't have time to, to, to tell this part of the story. Okay. But it just blew me away. All of a sudden, it was all becoming unveiled in this one meeting that we had, and and it was as if God had come in to Dallas and grabbed me by the throat and slapped me around and said, look, I went to a lot of trouble to get this thing set up. <laughs> you shut up and let this man talk. <laughs> That's great. And, and and I immediately went home that night and pulled out the Bible and dusted it off and started mm-hmm. reading. <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's an incredible story and and it can change your life. That's the point. And it's available everywhere. It's a, Amazon is is of course the key because it's so easy. But the book I like plugging your website, JoeCamp.info. Joe Go there, buy it there. Yeah. Well, it, that's. That's that you can do that, or you can buy it, you know, through there, you know, onto Amazon or whatever. Joe, is there uh, a certain chapter in the book that to you means maybe not more, but it really is the meat and potatoes of what you're trying to get the reader to grasp? Well, yes, but it's it's not so much what I'm trying to get him to grasp. It's 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 how I would like to see his emotion develop. Okay, tell us about that chapter. It, it is it's it's a, a, a two-pronged chapters in the early part of the book, and the first part of it is me in that theater in Little Rock, Arkansas, and deciding through tears all over my face 
that I wanted to be the person making me feel this good. Mm. And it's about three paragraphs long. And the next piece is about three paragraphs long. And it's at a time in Paris where we're doing some shooting. And all of these kids had shown up just because the word got out that there was a movie star at the fountain or whatever. And, and they started coming and we'd stop and let them see the dog go up and pet the dog, this sort of thing. Yeah. And there's this one kid standing off to the side is probably eight years old or so. And he seemed like he was uncomfortable with wandering, you know, clawing through the crowd to get a kiss from his first international movie star. And so I went over and picked him up and carried him over there, and I can't get through it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He looked up at me after he had gotten licked in the face by Benji. (laughs) That's so awesome. And I could have been the king of friends. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. That's a great story. It turns end on end, and there was a huge number of years between those two things. And Mm. And that... That was the most important reason of all for why I was doing what I was doing. Amen. Wow, that's a great story. Joe, I, there's something else that it's, it's right before the book begins. It's even pre-forward, and I was reading that actually today, and it really it hit a chord for me. I know this is something that you carry with you. It says, there's more to life than merely trying to make it through the day. That's so powerful. It's short but it's so powerful. It's almost your entire journey summed up into one sentence. It really is. There's a, uh, you know, I, I wanted to use the line in total, but the publishing publisher wouldn't let me because that's actually a line from a Stephen Curtis Chapman song. Oh, is it really? I didn't know that. Well, it still and works, even though the way you wrote it, it still works. It, uh, but it, it's, uh, it, it is a song that, that he did and it's, it, and it's a great song. I mean, I, I I love him anyway, but uh, uh, it, it is, and it's so true. And it, it is, it's really so true. Don't let yourself get caught going to bed saying, you know, what, what, what am I here for? You know, you, you're here to make a difference. God wants you to make a difference, and He will help you do it at every turn if you just don't quit. No, you can't quit, and you have to let Him. Question I have to ask you before we leave, and I'll let you wrap up, too, before the show's over. But I told you I was going to ask you this last time. Once again, maybe there's an answer now. Was there something that the character or the actor, because obviously the dog actor as well, Higgins, taught you over the years something in the shoot or something that was happening on set, something that Benji taught you over the years that became a life lesson that you'll never forget? I have thought about that because you said you were going to ask me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what the movie itself says and what this recapturing of the all the issues that we had with the movie mm-hmm. is, is wraps it all up pretty pretty solidly in the fact that you know living that life and that period of time with that dog was a relationship that I wanted everybody to have with that dog mm. and he knew how to do it 
and his faith, and he and he's smart like a whip. And and people who say I, I had so many media folks, you know, people doing what you're doing right now, we would have Benji with us, and it, you know we'd be on television or mm-hmm. maybe it was just radio, and they knew that Benji was there. But the concept was always that this dogs are people too, you know, and that's the basic concept is that they are. And if they if you give them the opportunity, uh, and I've always and this this lesson has is passed right on into horses uh, that if you if you give them the opportunity to trust you, they will trust you to the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same thing that God is asking of us. You know, trust me, trust me, and you will be on top. And that's what, you know, we say to the horses and to the dogs. And when they do, we respond the same way that we we hope God will respond. Yeah, it sounds like a double lesson where first, letting animals have that opportunity, giving them the full opportunity to trust you, whether it's a dog like Benji, and you very well could have got another dog that wasn't as trusting as Higgins was and Higgins was tremendous and same thing with horses and then lesson two a play that same scenario with God you know the trust relationship's got to be 100% it can't be 80% it can't be 95% right. it's got to right. be all there and, that, and, and and that's the hardest part for a lot of us you know who uh, I think I said it before but you know I have been called a control freak in my time <laughs> and and it, it, I, I remember those times when, you know, it was almost like saying, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with, you know, 75% of this, but I'll take the other 25 I got the other part of it. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. How's that work out for you, Joe? Because I know how it works for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't work out at all. Exactly. Until I realized it is a 100% deal, you know. It, it's it's two lines and done, you know. That's right. It's... It, 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 uh, you know, you gotta, you have to believe in Jesus Christ in your heart, and confirm that with your mouth, and mm. you're done. Period. End of story. Well, I hope it's a story that people can pick up. Especially now, we all have a little bit, at least a little bit, to a lot more free time on our hands. And this is a great thing people can do. People can read, even young minds. God only knows. Can you trust Him with the secret? The answer to that, of course, is yes. It's a great read. It reads like a novel. You're going to find a lot of passion in this about lessons Joe learned over the years and what went into really making Benji work. And it has been a lifelong passion that has made into, I believe, seven movies now. You can pick up the book at joecamp.info on Amazon, other places as well. Uh, also go to soulofahorse.com, which there's a lot there. There's a blog. You can find out about Joe's passion for horses. Joe, thank you for sharing your story with me on our chat off radio, our chat on radio. It's been a real pleasure to get to know you, and I really, truly hope this is not the last time we talk to one another. Oh, I appreciate it so much, Noah. And I've had, I mean, you, you are my epitome of, of, of what, you know, an interviewer should really be, because it, uh, it has been fun and entertaining, I hope, and interesting and, and moving. I hope that, there, that we got to some people who will make their lives amazing because of this book. 
and mm. you, it, it, it will change your life if you let it. Mm. And, uh, and so I really, and I, I hope definitely it's not. After you read the book, uh, I would love to get back and uh, talk again on it, whether it's on the air or off. Well, let's do both. I'll, when I finish it, I'll, I'll hit you up. We'll have a conversation off the air, and then we'll schedule another chat on radio. Because you know what? Thank you for the huge compliment. And I have loved speaking with you. And this is a relationship. Once again, I think God wanted this to happen on both of our ends. Uh, you'll get no, you'll get no you know, conversation against that you know, out of me. Just remember that we had this big old fat front porch here. That's right. Uh, in Bell Buckle, Tennessee, for gosh sakes. I told my niece that, Joe, my niece who who's a big fan of horses, she's like, Uncle Noah, when are we planning a trip? So I guess it's pretty much etched in stone at this point. Ah, fantastic, fantastic. Well, it is, uh, we got eight now, and uh, there's a whole story with that. If you go to the, the blog, there's... You'll see, we uh, we wound up having to save a horse that was about to be put down right in front of our face. Mm. Yeah, people and people can check that out at soulofahorse.com. It's uh, yeah, soulofahorse.com slash blog. Okay. That, that will tell you that story. Joe, thanks a lot. We'll, we'll catch you here next time on Across the County and as many avenues as we can. I thank you so much, Noah. Noah right here on Across the County. Stay tuned. More is coming up.